Hi, I'm Sean O. McCarthy, founding editor of The Comics Comic, found wherever you can type The Comics Comic into your electronic devices. Welcome to Last Things First, the show that asks comedians about the historic lasts and firsts in their lives as their comedy careers have blossomed, from young people with dreams to adult people living those dreams, or still dreaming. Questions both big and small are asked and answered. It's hopefully both amusing and illuminating. Celeste Barber had appeared on Australian television as a regular on the hospital soap opera All Saints in the late 2000s, but that wasn't translating into fans or followers on social media. Then Barber decided she'd have fun recreating the outrageous photo shoots of celebrities and models, and posted her results on Instagram with the hashtag CelesteChallengeAccepted. Eight months after she took on that challenge in 2015, her hashtag and her Instagram account went viral. Fast forward to 2019, and Barbara has published two books, one nonfiction and one for children, toured the U.S. with a stage act, gathered more than 6.1 million Instagram followers, and now filmed and released her first comedy special for Showtime, Celeste Barber Challenge Accepted. I caught up with Celeste in Showtime's offices in New York City, so let's get to it! You know, you never know what to expect when you meet your heroes in real life. Oh, shush you. <laughs> You're, I'm not anyone's hero. Oh, please, oh. Celeste Barber. You can't have 6.1 million and counting Instagram followers and not think that some of them... Think I'm a hero? I- ...idolize you. Thank you for saying the point one because people forget that. And I worked hard for that point one. Well, and it was 5.9 when you recorded your Showtime special in July, and it's already... Another 200,000. Was it? Yeah. Because you show it on the, on screen. Spoiler I do show alert. it on screen. But you know what? But it's already it's already crossed 6 million. Yeah, I So have. who knows by the time this podcast comes out. Or by the time this pod, be, by the time be. this podcast ends, I'll be like 6.2. <laughs> I must admit those little point ones and point two, they get me. I'm like, "Come on, you bastard." I want them to click over. So, last things first, congratulations. Thank you, my friend. On the Showtime special. Thank you. Um what are your feelings on social media? It's, it seems like even in your special, you have mixed feelings about it all. You get, I mean, Instagram is what got you here. Uh-huh. But in t- late 2019, how do you feel about You're exactly right. It's a bit of a love-hate relationship, and I do talk about that in my special. Yeah. I have this section in it called, spoiler alert, um, Allowed Not Allowed, where we put up I put up a series of photos that were allowed to stay up that some people deem inappropriate or offensive but because they're done by someone really hot and famous, it's fine. And then I show photos that were not allowed to stay up and they got pulled down. Mm -hmm. And I have a real battle with that, with the double standards of of Instagram. But then I freak out and I'm like, oh my God, please don't everyone now log off Instagram and unfollow me because my career's over. (laughs) And that freaks me out. I don't want to be known just for Instagram, but I am at the like. That's how people kind of got to know me. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bit of a love hate relationship there. Well, that was part of the challenge, though, wasn't it? Uh huh. That I accepted. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, I you know a lot of people in job interviews get asked about their five year plan, 
but I want to go back five years uh-huh. to November of 2014. Holy shit. When you did have just another boring Instagram, Instagram account, account. Like everyone else. Your kids were how old? Oh, wow. Buddy would have been maybe not even a year, not even mm-hmm. one. And Lou was like, yeah, two and a half, two, about two. Yeah, had babies. And um, what, I was just. What was going on? And. Well, I was working. I was working in Australia on TV, Mm -hmm. doing a lot of acting. But it's interesting because no one gives a shit about that. (laughs) No one cares about all the the 15 years or whatever I spent doing TV. Not 15 years, so let's calm down. Five or so years (laughs) doing TV on and off. But I did theatre and stuff at home as well. Okay. So you do that, but then that doesn't matter. But the second you pose half naked on a dirt pile alongside Kim Kardashian, then bam everyone's interested so that's when i started yeah doing the instagram stuff that i remember just kind of having an idea of going i think this would be really funny and i understand i I like to think i understand humor and Mm. comedy i was like this is this is gonna be funny and it's not just mimicking them it's doing a parody of them it's doing something it's it's adding something to it making it funny it's satire yeah yeah making it funny did you have other ideas that you Passed by hashtag hot husband before. No, I always landing knew this, on this. No, I knew this would hit. I knew, I knew this would hit. Was I there kind of had a feeling? Was there a particular Instagram account or ad campaign that was the one that really set you off and got? Oh, this is really ridiculous. Well, I, someone mainly, needs to point ma- out how ridiculous this is. Well, namely the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. They're real up and comers. One of them's a lawyer by all accounts. Um, but yeah. Criminal no, justice reformer. Yeah, she's actually uh, doing really well, which is exciting. Um, but I mean, it's awkward because I feel like we've all seen her nipples. So it kind of, I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. Um, they, this was, I remember they were kind of going gangbusters and mm. really just like a tsunami of. Kardashians were everywhere on Instagram and you just could not escape it, even if there's so many of them. And I just thought, this is really full on, wow. And then, and so, yeah, they, they were quite, and they were doing very provocative stuff, which great, good on them, go nuts. I'm all, great, I'm feminist and I love it all. But I thought, that's quite interesting that that's been put out there and that is feminism and that is what women are. I'm like, that's not actually what, what most women look like this is what most women look like and that's why i started doing it one of the fascinating things to me going back through your instagram account is that it didn't go viral immediately no it took at least six months before it took off before anyone was paying attention because you actually posted a couple of things in 2015 where you're like I want 8 million followers. I have 800. Yeah. Yeah. And also like (laughs) pointing out that idea that, you know, if you have, I remember when I did that post, it was showing the type of photo that gets 8 million million followers. Yeah. And then my account that, well, I don't look like that. And I've got 800 followers. But you were on TV for five years. No one gave a shit about that. (laughs) That was before Instagram. That was before social media. So yeah, no, no one cared. So what... My parents cared, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> so how did you how did you keep going with the challenge that initial year where you're posting these things? You you think it's brilliant. 
Yeah. Your husband probably thinks it's brilliant. Yeah. Your your family thinks it's brilliant, but it's not catching on. Well, because I knew it was funny. I knew it would catch on. And a, a lot of my mates thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of fun in itself. It's that thing, you know, you sell out however many seats at a theater and that's and you go oh yeah i want to do my best but when you know that like a handful of your best mates are in or the people you admire the most are in that's when you're most nervous for me and that's when i work the hardest okay so that i knew that my mates thought it was funny i and i knew i was on to something i i the idea of it i thought was quite fun and funny so i kind of just stuck with it and that same year that you started that you also were part of some competition called Raw Comedy? Yeah, in Australia. For my listeners who aren't in Sydney, please explain what Raw Raw Comedy, comedy well, is. it's Melbourne International... Oh, um, Melbourne. No, no, it, it, I did it in Sydney. Okay. So the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, they have a thing every year called Raw Comedy where mm-hmm. you go and you do a bit. You do like five minutes mm-hmm. and you get through. It's like a, it's a competition to get through and then the people who win, the finalists, play at the gala, at the Melbourne International Comedy oh, Festival nice. gala. Yeah. So I... I did that. I was a finalist in Sydney, but I didn't make it through to Melbourne because I remember someone saying to me, one of the judges saying to me, you're you're really funny. That's the first time I'd ever done stand-up. I used to do, yeah. You're really funny. You understand the craft. Your, com- your comic timing is impeccable, but maybe you should, you would probably would have got a little bit further along if you didn't make your content so much about women. And I went, okay message received wow 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 barbara you as a woman too much of your content was about well and you know comedy women in comedy that's what you still hear you still you don't hear oh cool so you what you do it's always Mm -hmm. as a woman in comedy as a woman in comedy and i can fucking tell you now i'm sick of hearing that it's just comedy i'm I'm a i'm a comedian i don't know how to break this to you but your instagram content there's a lot of women in it. Yeah. And it's that's, a lot about women. Yeah. And my stand-up <laughs> show is a lot about women. And majority of my, 95% of my audience are women. And it's I'm really proud of that. And I get people saying to me, even on tour, mm-hmm. people that work in the, cl- in, you know, in the comedy clubs, they're like, we've never seen this many women here. It's like, yeah, I know. They've been out, let out for the night. How exciting. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gathering that the... Your experience with that competition, that's not what what spurred the interest in the Instagram account. What, no. What, comedy, I just love. I love making people laugh. But, but what, got, what got the eyeballs to finally land? I did that Kim Kardashian post I was saying before on mm-hmm. a dirt pile, how she did she was half naked on a dirt pile. I did that. ABC Online Australia mm-hmm. grabbed it and then... Um, a UK tabloid grabbed it and it, from there I got 10,000 followers in an hour and it just went from there just getting eyes on it that way yeah when that happened what was your first thought well I had friends over at the time and we played a drinking game which was fun I was really excited we played the drinking game and it was like everyone turn your phones off mm-hmm. and if we haven't jumped up a thousand in two minutes You've got a skull. You, whatever. Mm-hmm. What do you say? You got to. I say chug. You you drink. Okay. And so we turn. Everyone turn their phone off. Turn it back on. Have, if I if I'd gotten more, if I've got like five thousand in a minute or something absurd, we'd all just skull our drinks. It was good. It was, it was pretty exciting. And then I just, I was then I was banging them out. Then I was doing two a day, like trying to post two a day, just to get, just to get 
more content out there and to get in front of more people because I was also told in Australia, I went and spoke to someone at Screen Australia and they said, this is a great idea. Because I wanted my own show. I want to work. I'm an actor. I want to write and star in my own stuff. And I was told that if I could do that and if I could get Instagram famous, then that'd give me money for a show. Who told you that? People in, at, at home in Australia, Screen Australia. Okay. And I was like, great. So I remember just building and building and building mm-hmm. and building and building. Yeah. Yet to be offered a show there, but yeah. I noticed also that you would recirculate posts. Yeah. Is that because of the algorithm changing or? No, it's because I'm tired. It's because I, everything on my account is original content that mm-hmm. I create. I'm not taking from other accounts. I right. mean, I'm taking obviously the other photos, but right. then I'm recreating them. So, ouch, that is, it's original content. You know how like the fat Jewish, for example, just grabs from everywhere and yes. puts it on here. It's good luck to him, whatever. So, it's it's exhausting. <laughs> so, sometimes I... Yeah, how long, would, how long would it take from seeing a picture that you like to executing your own version of it? It depends. I have a, a folder in my phone mm-hmm. of photos I want to do. But sometimes if it comes up and it's quite timely, if I've got to jump... Like, for example, when um, Beyonce announced she was pregnant with twins, right. I was like, I've got to get onto this. And I got that done really quickly. But also the flip side to that is I don't always like doing what everyone else is doing. There's a few famous photos that I people are like, why have you done this? I'm like, because everyone's done it. I don't want to do that. I want to be clever about it. And find what's going to be funny, not just what's popular. Right. Yeah. But in terms of like the wardrobe or the, or the setting? Oh, yeah, I have it. a challenge accepted drawer, which is now turned into a challenge accepted cupboard full of crap. Where in the house is this? Well, in a box at the moment. We've just moved house, but it's in a cardboard box at the moment in the garage. <laughs> But usually, is it insured? No, no. I should insure Maybe it at this for about point you should. yeah, for about fifty dollars. I reckon. <laughs> I try to use what I have as an influencer. I am that's not, influence. That's I a box a of influence. Anti-influencer. <laughs> I can prove that. I tried to sell merchandise and it's still living under my fucking house. <laughs> I can't sell shit. I can sell a show. I can sell a book. I can sell a podcast, all that. But mm-hmm. actual merch, actual like influencer branded stuff, right. I'm just rubbish at. Which I'm okay with. I'm, I don't like. Are I you not doing the pose? The what? The pose that you demonstrate in the in the special. Are you not doing that pose? No, I'm not doing that pose. <laughs> no. I'm taking the piss out of that do. pose. Yeah. Well, no. maybe that's why you're not doing the pose. Yeah, true. No, I'm really. Ha- I can't distance myself from that enough, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> not an influencer. So. Is it rude if I eat a Twizzler? No. Or a t- what are these fruit snacks? No, it's not rude at all. It's a tree top <laughs> flavored snack. I'm just going to drop them. Out onto the table, so then I'll eat them quietly. I have the palate of a seven-year-old. Right. All sugary food. Okay, so Screen Australia told you, make your own stuff, mm-hmm. become a hit, mm. and then... We'll give you a show. We'll give you a show. So. No. Didn't happen. Why not? Good question. I don't know. I got busy over here, I think. I got really busy over here, which is good. When was your first trip to America? A hundred years ago, but for this show, it was two years ago. Was it May? Not last year, the year before, I think. Are you looking up notes? You'll probably know better than I do. I don't know. I'm bad with that. (laughs) 
I thought today was Thursday. So I'm, yeah. Well, in Australia, with the time difference. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. It's Thursday. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> These lines are good. Was your first time in America as part of your comedy touring? Or had you been here before? No, I've been here a lot. No, no, okay. a lot before that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought you meant for the tour. But no, the, my very first time coming to America, I was a kid. I was eight. My parents brought us over for a bit, which was fun. Where did you go? What did you see? We did LA, San Francisco, Sacramento, because we had friends there, New York, Hawaii home. Spoiled shit. What a spoiled kid. You really got around. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like I grew up rich. Yeah. Because usually, you know, the first time you come to America as a performer is a much different experience than when you come as a tourist. But Yeah. No, but when I came for my tour, I did 46 shows in five weeks on a tour bus last year. On a bus? Yeah. It was with me and my best friend Thomas, who was my tour manager. He's an excellent actor, but I was like, can you please just be my tour manager? And he was like, yep. So we started it. It was like this massive tour bus, you know, 12 bunks, big room out the back. Mm -hmm. It was just me and him to start with. And I was like, I'm Janet Jackson. (laughs) And then by the end of it, all of my family joined. And I was like, we are the Griswolds. This is hell. Yeah. Yeah. Having your family on a bus in bunk beds. And all through middle America, there was Mm -hmm. blizzards and crazy, crazy. Sometimes I did two and three shows a day. Was that show set up similar to the show that you uh-huh. shot? Okay. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. I mean, it's evolved a bit because that was pre-making out with Tom Ford. So after mm. that, obviously, I put that bit in. But um, yeah, no, similar show. Because one of the thing that, that things that fascinates me, fascinates me as a comedy journalist is, is watching how people who were famous from social media – translate that to a live audience right and yeah and that's something that i was acutely aware of because i've gone from live audience to social media back to live audience right, you were doing you were doing stage I doing, work you yeah were doing, i was doing what theater kind of TV stuff as well um all saints in australia which mm-hmm. is like the gray's anatomy okay. of australia i did a few soaps soapies all that that sort of fun stuff and i've done theater back there as well i trained as an actor you were and steamy Mixed, uh, yeah. Oh, McDreamy and McSteamy. Yeah. yeah, that's you right. <laughs> um, sure, I was all of them mixed mm-hmm. into one, and then, and then Instagram. I just always used as a platform, mm-hmm. and now going back to stage is so nice. It's so and back to hopefully TV and stuff as well. So that's that's nice because I've always wanted to try and get this get it off Instagram. What was that first show in America like though for you, coming well, from Australia? Knowing that you had people who knew you, who you were there, yeah, but not knowing maybe what to expect. Well, that is one of the good things about social media mm-hmm. is that people know. Uh, most of my followers are here in the states, more than more than in Australia. So it, you know, it makes the world su- such a smaller place. And also, I um was able to. I was nervous to start with going on stage over here. But then I remembered because of social media, people have heard my voice. They know what I sound like. They know it's not as though I needed the first 10 minutes for people to be like, what? And, you know, there's like a bit of a barrier there. They're like, oh, we know what she sounds like. They they know my when I say sucker fart what I mean. You know what I mean? Which was really nice. And then I just relaxed into it. Right, you're saying good. suck a fart. Suck not, a fart. Not sucker fart. No, suck a fart. Right. Imagine that. 
You'll only do it once. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Some people would do it more than no, once. No, well, they shouldn't. It's gross. Suck <laughs> <laughs> like a fart. Yeah. So, being acutely aware of of show business, of social media, I want to go back to my initial question. I don't know if you saw with your jet lag and your travels, but Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, Zuckerberg, <laughs> who owns, who created Facebook and bought up Instagram, uh-huh. was just before our U.S. Congress. Oh, I did. I saw a bit of that. Yeah. Trying to explain himself. Because why? What was he doing? Wasn't he being a bit dodgy, brothers? Yes. About there being publicity, or like ads on Facebook <laughs> that were about, fake news or yeah, some about, shit. About fact checking. And the congressman and just like al- saying. Allow, allow anything to go on there. Right. And they yeah. were essentially saying, you need to, you shouldn't be, if it's wrong, you should pull it down. Right. Yeah, right. So. This goes back to my love hate with, with Instagram. Yeah, that's, that's why I wanted to go back Instagram. to that question. Yeah. Because I don't know if you feel, maybe you feel completely different about it because since you have such a massive platform, do you feel like you have to stay on Instagram or would it be, would it be like um, a bold choice to just leave? Well, that's, that's a very Everybody's talking about like, you should get off Facebook. You should get off Instagram. Yeah. And but what do you do when you have 6 million followers? Exactly. And I go through waves of that too. I go through going, I want to get off. Mm-hmm. I, and that's kind of, I didn't set out to get 10 million followers. I kind of was like, I'm not really interested in that. I want to get a platform. I want to be um, successful enough, however, that I can then move off it and go back to stage right. and TV and film and all that. And write a children's book. And write, yeah, children's book. Exactly. But... I'm now going. I'm going back and forward with it because now I, I'm starting to enjoy doing it again. Like I oh. enjoy doing a post and putting it out there, and people laughing and and loving it. But it's such a beast because I go, oh, that's just innocent. I'm just making millions of people laugh. Leave me alone. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm buying into that horrible big beast that is terrible and corrupt and yes, hurting I, people. Yeah. So how do you balance that? I don't know. I drink I, a lot. I have no fucking idea. I ask because I, <laughs> I oftentimes want to want to quit everything on social yeah. media too. But as a journalist, I feel I need yeah. to be on there to follow but you I and everybody what, else and know what's going on. I wonder what will happen. I wonder. It's got to stop. So I mean, MySpace. Remember that? Not me either. Like, I, I who knows what's gonna what's gonna happen? But like I say, I just try to think that what I'm doing is making. People laugh, but at the same time, I'm feeding the beast. Yeah. Well, great, now I feel bad. Well, that's why you need to make that TV show. I'm trying. You know, you're, we're in the office building of a TV network. I know. Trust me. I'm about <laughs> to throw... As soon as this ends, I'm about to throw my weight around. I'm going to walk around and go, sorry, who wanted that meeting with me to develop a show? Here I am. <laughs> they put me in a corner office and just giving me sugary food. <laughs> well, that's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. No. What ended up happening with that thing with Zuckerberg? Does uh, he have to do it? He doesn't have to do anything at all. He's rich, white, straight male. He can do what he wants. Yeah, I believe I believe it's all up in the air what happens next. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Imagine. Imagine that life. Imagine everyone going, whatever. Well, you know, he started that initially as a website on as a college sophomore on campus called Hot or Not. 
where he was just grading his classmates, whether they were hot. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know it was called hot or not. Yeah, there were two, two pictures would pop up on the screen of Facebook pictures. And it would ask students would be asked to pick one or the other. Oh yeah, who was the hot one? Oh, that's not good. Two, yeah, and then it just evolved into this massive social media platform that's running the world. Yeah. When I say to people, you know, if they go, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know about you. I'm not on Instagram or whatever. Or I've heard about you, but outside of Instagram, I'm not on Instagram. I'm like, good, live your life. <laughs> go and right, don't go and live your life. So, what is your life when you're not? Coming up with a new post or with my kids, yeah. my husband on the beach. What, yeah, what's a normal day? Kids, husband on the beach. It's lovely. Writing, I write a lot. I'm write, trying to write some, getting some projects together to write. Well, I am writing projects. Wow, jet lag's here. Um, but yeah, I usually just try and make a point to chill because it is so busy. I want to try and on those downtimes really have have moments off. Uh, how do you pick what projects? Like the children's book, is that because you have the two kids? and Yeah, and they approached me to write it and I thought it was such a lovely idea and I was reading it to my boys for the first time the other day and they were so excited because I obviously dedicated it to them and oh, they just loved it. It was so nice. It was such a lovely experience. I really enjoyed that. What? So what is the, what is the dream project for you? To play the king in Hamilton. Okay. Mm. I can't sing. I was going to say, do you have the, all the bars down? Or? Can't sing. You'd suck a fart. Mm. I'd suck a fart. I'd suck such. Oh man, I'd constantly suck farts on stage to get that role. I can't sing for shit, but mm. I, would, I love that role. <laughs> what is it about the king's role in that? Oh, because oh. have you have you seen it? I have not yet seen it. No, I've listened to the. <sighs> it's just so fun. It's so British and hilarious and rude and naughty and cute. I love that role. My kids love it as well. We play the soundtrack all the time. It's so fantastic. Don't think that's going to happen. So if that doesn't happen, maybe I'll host SNL or something. That'll be fun. Well, you're in town. Yeah, but I think they're booked up. Oh. I'm flat out trying to get a ticket to the audience. <laughs> I can't even get in to watch the freaking you're thing. You're only a couple blocks away. They don't care. They are not interested. <laughs> not interested at all. Fair enough. So if the past five years have gone, have they gone even better than you might have expected? Yeah. Yeah, and quick. I can't believe I've been doing this for five years. I think I said the other day, or I was with my husband, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I started about 18 months ago, and he was like, no, you didn't. No. <laughs> That's not the truth. Stop lying to people. No, the first post was January of 2015. 16, 17, 18, 9. Oh, shit. Yeah, wow. That's ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at maths. I have to count it out on my hands. Um, Can you imagine still doing the challenges five years from now in no, Instagram, 2024? No, Instagram will be over. Oh. Don't you reckon? I thought we were all just kind of throwing up our hands and still doing it. Yeah, well, I, yeah. well, I don't know what I'll be doing. Hopefully I'll be too busy doing films with Melissa McCarthy or something. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Hopefully they make Bridesmaids too when I go, oh, hi, I'm free. And they go, thank God. And I can be in that. And you can be the bridesmaid for her wedding. Yeah. Yes. Mm. There's the pitch, showtime. Ding, ding, ding. There's the pitch. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I'll still be doing the Insta stuff. I, I'm going through a wave now where I'm enjoying doing it again. I've never hated doing it, but sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, you I mentioned really, that. I really, I need to post. I need to get it out there. 
But I'm I'm now at point uh, at a point where I'm like, no, this I forget. This is fun. I'm enjoying it. So so as long as it's fun, I'll do it. But there but there must have been that time where you you're you're gaining so many followers, and yet you realize that if you don't keep posting, they might go away. Yeah, yeah. That I'm past that moment though now. I must admit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they definitely. Well, was it the helps time. to have a Showtime special. It does help a lot. <laughs> It does. And also have 6.1. That's kind of good. I'm like, if I lose yeah. some, it's, I'm still kind of high up there. And it's just got currency now. So that's, I feel, I mean, I've worked really hard at it. So I'm happy that it's paying off. And yet there's so many people on Instagram or on Twitter who are just toiling away, wondering what they have to do to break through. Right. What would you tell them? I have no fucking idea. Don't do parody photos because I'm doing it, so bugger off. <laughs> Don't take my shtick. It's my thing. No, I, I, it's, uh, it's such an annoying thing to say, but it's true. You just need to be yourself. You just need to kind of stick true to what you do. Oh, cut that out. I hate yeah. people who say that shit. I've been in LA well, too long. Well, it's okay because... That's what that is. Because what you do is not being yourself. It's pretending to be other people. Well, <laughs> there's a fair bit of me in there. Right. There's a fair bit of me. But, um, That's where the magic happens. Yeah. I don't know how to be Insta-famous. I'm the wrong person to ask for that. I, 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 do, I don't know. Don't sell detox tea, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you, you want, yeah, you learned that lesson. Yeah, I learned that lesson quick sticks. <laughs> no, not into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Celeste, thank you so much. Thank you so really much for having it. me. Yeah, of course. It's awesome. been fun. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of the Comics Comic Presents Last Things First was produced by Alex Brazell at Showbiz Studios. The music by Camille Harris and Shockwave, logo by Giggle Chick. Please check out my website, thecomicscomic.com, for more interviews, reviews, and comedy news. Become a paid subscriber at patreon.com. I'm your host, Sean McCarthy. Thanks for listening. Thanks first.